Welcome to Concafe. It's the 22nd day of February, year of our Lord 2023. So glad you joined us. We're right at that point of today. Wednesday is Ash Wednesday, the start of our Lenten journeys. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Well, first we're going to look at Genesis chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. Then chapter 3, verses 1 through 7, the New International Version of the Bible. And the devotional is called The First Mistake of the First Man. This takes us back to what we've been looking at all week. And uh, I pray this bring a blessing to you, especially if you're starting on Lent and a period of fasting and uh, growing closer to God. May this bring that blessing to you and to your life. Are you ready? Are you in a spirit of prayer? Are you having an attitude of, Lord, I want to be with you. Share with me what it is that I should receive. And if so, let's hear from the word of God. We'll go to verse 15. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. And the Lord God commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it, you will certainly die. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? Woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden and you must not touch it or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were open and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. We say, gracias a Dios. Thanks be to God. I bought a newspaper this morning for the first time in many years. I love newspapers, not the digital kind, but the good old newsprint with ink kind. And uh, like I said, it's been a couple of years, maybe longer, that I've not bought actually a paper to hold in my hand. I do a lot of reading on my uh, tablets or computers and news that comes my way and can check different newspapers in that way. But, uh, you know, I, I even had a paper route when I was little selling the Kingsville record down in Kingsville uh, as a child. But um <clears throat> I bought the one this morning because I saw that Mr. Red McCombs died in San Antonio this past Sunday. Now, Red was a United Methodist uh, of my district when I was district superintendent down in Corpus. He and his family attended Flower Bluff United Methodist Church, and he and Charlene wed at Flower Bluff United Methodist Church. In fact, his best friend, a lifelong best friend to Red, was very active in my district. He was a very active layperson, would come by and we'd visit often. And one one of those days that he came by to visit, he said, uh, my friend Red McCombs is having a birthday. He said, now what can I get a man who's a billionaire, who has everything and more? 
And I said, well, that's a good question. I don't know. He said, you know, I've been thinking about it. He said, I know the district uh, has here in the office some of the the relics left from the church when it closed down. He said, like uh, the Bible, the cross, and a couple of the, of the candlesticks. He said, um, do you think I could give those to my friend? And I said, well, sure. You know, we, we weren't doing anything with it. I thought that that'd be all right. He can share that with his friend. And so Red got the cross and the candlesticks of the church, of the church in which he was reared and the church in which he and Charlene had married. Now, a story I once heard about Red, I've shared time and again about when Red was young. He remembers Saturday night as a special night because his mother would get all the money and gifts that people gave to the dad, who was a shade tree mechanic, and put it all on the kitchen table. <clears throat> she would count it out, add up the money, and then whatever worth the barter gifts that he had gotten in exchange for mechanical service. And so the next morning at Flower Buff United Methodist Church, she would give the tithe, the 10% of what God had blessed them with. Now that stayed with Red and allowed him to be a big time donor to many causes. And just in San Antonio alone, I was reading in the paper, he gave over $50 million to several things to help the city out. And I was on the alumni board of my alma mater, Southwestern University, and was invited to an event where he gave $5 million to Southwestern University, being very honest and frank about you know, one of his children had not agreed with the idea of giving away the money. And she even reminded him that, you know, you used to not give away money uh, when you used to drink a lot. I wish you would start drinking again so you wouldn't be <laughs> wasting away my inheritance. And everyone was kind of shocked that Red would start with that, but he proceeded to give $5 million to the university. And um, that blessed... Uh, Southwestern. He blessed UT, where he went to school, and he blessed a lot of people. <clears throat> so rest in peace, Red, and may God comfort your family and your friends. Now, if there had been newspapers back in the year that Adam came on the scene, the headline would have probably read, Man Bites God. <laughs> it was and continues to be big news. God created man, placed him in a paradise garden, asked the man to work it and take care of it. But what does the man do? Well, we all know the man with the gift of free will chooses to do what he wants. Seems to be my story and maybe your story as well. Never mind that God provided Adam with life and a purpose, even provided free food and lovingly warns him that even though there is a tree that you can eat from that will make you know the difference between good and evil. That's the only one you should stay away from. The man still does what we hoped he would not do. Now, we get introduced to another player in this drama, and that's a serpent. At this point in creation, to be fair, the serpent walked upright and could talk. This particular one could also tempt. <laughs> It is for this reason that scholars and Bible readers have known this serpent was none other than God's enemy, hated enemy. He hated God. God didn't hate him. Disguised as a serpent. The serpent goes to the woman, speaks to her with these words. Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? Already we see the serpent is crafty. 
because it changed what God had said to the woman. God had told the woman and the man they could freely eat of any tree in the garden except for one. The serpent changes it to not eating of any tree in the garden, already trying to confuse her with what is truth and what isn't. Okay, I said he was crafty. No, he's a liar, <laughs> father of lies. She responds with the right answer, but reveals that she and the man had already gone to check out the forbidden tree because she adds that they should not even touch that tree because if they touched it and ate from it, they would surely die. Now the serpent counters with, you will not certainly die for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be open. You will be like God, knowing good and evil. Now there's the eternal temptation to be like God. And we see this in several places in the Bible. And we can even say that the reason Satan is Satan is because he wanted to be like God. The Tower of Babel featured a people who wanted to be like God and built a, a tower to get as high as God and have a good name for themselves. And having built this high tower, anyway, the woman saw the fruit was not only pleasing to the eye, but good for food. So she takes a bite of the fruit, which somehow someone said it had to have been an apple, but it doesn't say in the Bible that it really was an apple. And she shares it with her husband, who willingly takes a bite too. Both of their eyes are open, and they make their first wise judgment, and that was that having no clothes or being naked was not good. And to remedy this, they take sandpaper leaves. If you've ever felt a fig leaf or a leaf of a fig tree, one side is smooth, the other side is just like sandpaper. Who in their right mind makes underwear out of sandpaper? And the question is, who's the wise one now? Lent, my friends, will allow us 40 days to ask the same question. Are we desiring to be just like God, or do we think we are as smart as God? A true Lenten journey will help us answer that with a resounding no. We're not as smart as God. We don't know more than God, and we don't want to be just like God. Our Lenten journey should help us humble ourselves before a loving God who cares for us, and provides for us and we should be in a posture of gratitude for all that God has done for us and the 40 days will lead up to the greatest event Christ dying for us on the cross and three days later rising from the dead it started today on Ash Wednesday I hope you had time to go to church today or make time to go to church today and get the start of your journey on your forehead as a reminder that we belong to God. God is with us. We have 40 days to get closer to God. Let's pray. Loving God, journey with us as we start this 40-day journey. We want to be like you, but not better than you. We want to be wise, but wise enough to serve and bless you and yours. In Christ Jesus, we pray. Amen. Dear friend, thank you for tuning in. I pray you like this and indicate that on, on uh, whatever platform you're watching this. And I pray you have a great and blessed day in the Lord. Please forward this to someone you feel would get a blessing from it. Here now is your call to action. 
journey with God for 40 days. Receive my blessings of love and peace. I'm Pastor Dalibadabili. I love you. I thank God for you. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.